Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. So welcome to our Park Hopper episode this week where we are super excited yes. for today's guest. First of all, you might notice that I'm coming from an undisclosed location if you <laughs> these clips go up on the Instagram machine. <laughs> I am, as all the Pod Meets World listeners will be able to notice, I am in Danielle Fischel's little podcast area from Pod Meets World. Be free by Danielle Fischel on this <laughs> side. Um, because the power in my house is out, so they graciously invited me to do our park hopper episode from here and i couldn't miss this one for a very very specific reason sabrina who's joining us today we are so lucky to have the one the only mr brandon baker is joining us here and we get to talk all things johnny tsunami i can't wait this is gonna be so much fun we both love this movie and we're so excited to actually get a chance to get some of the insights of what happened on the film with the man himself I was going to say with Johnny Tsunami himself, but we find I, out that's that's not him. I got a little tripped up when I went to go introduce him because he <laughs> is not Johnny Tsunami, <laughs> which not. is something that I just think is still so crazy because obviously there was a big storyline with the grandpa. Yeah. However, it's still strange to me that Brandon's character is not Johnny. Right. Right. Yeah. We got we to figure that out. Yes. Johnny Tsunami Jr.? What if what if there was a, a title before? Who knows? Like, they landed on Johnny Tsunami? Who knows? All coming up. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, you've have you ever had this thing where you've never heard of something, and then once you've heard of it, now you see it everywhere? Right. I have that now with Johnny Tsunami back on the board. Because oh. I had never heard of the sequel or didn't know the sequel existed, and now I'm seeing stuff about it everywhere. Like, is it popping up on your Disney Plus and Disney Plus? Yes. And people have been emailed me about it, oh. and and um, I just keep going like, okay, just don't tell me, don't tell me yet. I want to know. I was a giant fan of this movie when it came out, and I still had no idea. And you had no idea. What is that about? What is that yeah. about Disney? Why were you not targeting me and making sure that I knew there was more of the goodness? Yeah. The, the, the title should have been Johnny Tsunami back on the board, Sabrina. <laughs> exactly. That 
should have been what idiot. the entire <laughs> movie was called. But he is here. We can't wait to talk about what it was like to shoot Johnny Tsunami if he is uh, in touch with anybody from the show still. And of course, what he's doing now. So can we please all welcome Brandon Baker? Hey! hey. Welcome! Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Where Where are you joining us from? I'm curious. Denver, Colorado, where I live. Nice, nice. So Colorado's awesome. gorgeous. Hi, Sabrina. Hey! Yes, I remember you. Jesus. Brandon and I know each other from way back in the day. Way, way back. Will, I messaged him on Instagram and was, hey, we uh, did a pilot. <laughs> um, it was... Before Cheetah Girls, after Johnny Tsunami, though, you had already done Johnny, right? I think. No, no, I was trying to piece that together. I was talking to my fiance yesterday. I was like, I know who Sabrina Bryant. I was like, look at this message that she sent me. Saying, <laughs> like, wondering if I knew who she was. I was like, I was like, I had a crush on this girl when I was like 13. Yeah. What? Yeah, I was like, come on. No. I, know Sabrina, I know you're married. I know you have a couple kids. I do. A Disney show. But yeah, was like, of course. Two Orange Johnny kids. It's like a classic actor yeah totally actor. And, and the the premise will i don't know if you remember sometime in the early two, 2000s or late 1990s i can't remember but trl was like giant and the yeah. disney channel wanted to kind of do a disney version of trl and they were talking to us to be like the host for it and so we were super excited i uh, you know, obviously loved music. And then we get there after they were kind of still piecing the show together. And we did, we didn't do an official pilot, but we did a little bit at the Disney Channel building. Of um, and then nothing, nothing came from it. We were super stoked about it. They kind of talked to us like, it was a no, like go ahead thing, no, and no. then it like never happened. <laughs> like, oh no! Yeah, but um, yeah. that was gonna be such. A, we were excited about the show. It was gonna be fun, and I don't remember. I can't remember if Johnny Tsunami came before that or not. I know. I feel like it had. I feel like you were, you know, already. Well, didn't we say Baker. that Johnny? Some I, I think when we recap Johnny Tsunami, didn't we say that it was like nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, and I, I think it was Girls 99. was 2002, so it was either right in the middle of that or before. It would have to be. It would have to be before. when we were all going to the same casting directors all the I time. It's in I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Well, Sabrina, so when we originally started even just the idea of this podcast, she was like, Johnny Tsunami. We got to do Johnny Tsunami. Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami is my favorite movie. We got to do Johnny Tsunami. So yeah. I have to imagine that uh, doing the pilot with you was probably uh, one of the highlights for Sabrina. It uh, was. Because she was such a fan of your movie. I was. I was telling him it was during my, it was perfect because it was during my surf era. I have a picture of my freshman year high school photo book. Literally, I'm wearing puka shells. Like I was a, I love <laughs> surfing. It was like, the thing for me <laughs> but i also love snowboarding so it was a perfect movie for me to absolutely yeah. just fall in love with because it was the, two incredible yeah. sports the storyline was awesome you were adorable i mean it was just it was there was nothing to, to not like about johnny tsunami i loved well speaking of that i mean do you have you been aware of i mean there's been this massive resurgence of decoms lately and one of them that's become hugely popular, I mean, they, in the conversation, it's always Johnny Tsunami, it's Brink, it's all of these kind of 90s smart house, like all these 90s movies that have really come back into the zeitgeist. I mean, is this something that you are aware of? Totally. It's it's crazy. First of all, thank you guys for having me on. Obviously, Sabrina, good to see you. Will, I'm fanboying because I grew up <laughs> always wanting an older brother and so stoked, like, 10-year-old me is so stoked for myself to be here right now. So oh, thank that is so cool. Thank you very yeah, much. I appreciate that. Right. Thank you. Was Will your older brother in your mind? 100%. I love that. That's like the older brother that like I wish that I had. I, I'm the eldest, so okay. I think I kind of patterned myself after you. Or at least, honestly, after Eric. Let's be real. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, if I'm an older brother, I should be like, you know, kind of kind of a, a shit sometimes. I don't know if I... <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Yeah, the resurgence of the Disney Channel movies is is crazy, man. It's I, I've it's been something that yeah, I've been trying to piece together. I think during the pandemic, right when Disney Service came out, mm -hmm. that was huge. Where obviously yeah. we're all just watching movies at home. Now I'm getting people like DMing me saying like, "Hey, oh my god, 
or watching a movie. This is awesome. Hey, also now I'm showing it to my son, to my daughter. And that's when you're like, this is crazy. Because yeah. just like you're talking about Sabrina, we were just a couple of 13-year-old kids from Orange County. I was just trying to land a gig, right? I was just like trying to get chosen for the team that happened to be Johnny Tsunami without any clue that 30 years from now, this would be a thing that we're still talking about. So pretty incredible. Like, like what an incredible blessing that I never asked for. I mean, people, I just recently talked to a kid who's kid, a guy in his like mid twenties, Filipino dude was like, Hey man, I don't think I would have gotten into acting had it not been for you. Like you were the first person that I saw on screen that kind of looked like me that gave me the thought that like, Oh shoot, I can do this too. So little things like that where it's like, wow, I have nothing. I actually have nothing to do that. Right. I was born looking this way. I got (laughs) casted because I was Brown and had long hair or whatever. (laughs) The fact that I'm part of someone else's story in that way is so cool. It's like the coolest thing. Isn't that such a bonus of being part of the Disney channel in general is that they create these storylines and opportunities for young talent And there's such a huge push from them to open the boundaries and have, you know, like you said, you look like me or or your character really resonated with what I was going through. You know, that's such a huge bonus for actors to get to do roles that end up mad, like having a meaning. They matter. They're not just, you know, fun and that's it. They actually really touch people and, and young the youth, you know, the next generation. That's unreal i love that i love that that's so cool i think also they played our shows or our movies over and over and yes over a and little oh, bit yeah. of brainwashing does go into it it is a little bit a little yeah. bit like you will like this movie johnny tsunami 100%. is the best movie no ever. yeah i think also like we're part of like the last or one of the last generations of like monoculture yeah absolutely so much is fractured now into these different little niche groups of whatever you're into. Yep. And back then it was like, well, we all kind of had, you know, 20 cable channels, Disney channel. If you were in that age group, that's what, that's what you went to or TRL or Nickelodeon or, yep. or whatever. So. Yeah. I also have to add just one thing to what you said. Um, it, yes, they cast you because you were brown and you had long hair, but they also cast you because you were really, really good. You, I yes. mean, you stole that movie all the way around. And I, can you take us back to the beginning? Do you remember the first time you heard about Johnny Tsunami or the audition process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so at that point, I had a little bit of a relationship with like the Disney Channel casting. I think, I think. I was either on Even Stevens around that time or maybe afterwards, but I kind of know those people. I, my big break was a few years earlier as, as Mowgli in the Jungle Book. So I kind of knew some of the Disney people. From there, I like, went off to do like a few of the TV shows, but that was the first role where I was able to have a mom and a dad. Because back then, I was like ambiguously brown, right? Like, okay, you in a room full of Asian dudes, you look... Hispanic and room full of Hispanic dudes, you look Asian and like, you know, what are you? Same, same. Uh, I was not white, but not Hispanic. It was exactly a toss up. So usually I was like the love interest or the best friend. I never had a last name. And it was like, oh, I have a mom and a dad. This is really cool. I like used to bring them from Southern California. I love to surf and skate and snowboard. So it was like, uh, I mean, you know, (laughs) when you guys have had these roles where it comes through and you're like, oh, I totally know who this person is. Yeah. If I don't get this, or if I don't get too very close to getting this, then I've screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, yeah, whatever. So that was the, one of the few ones where like, I felt really confident in it. Not that I knew that it was in the bag, but I like knew everybody in there. There was like a lot of, you know, there's like maybe six or seven rounds of auditions, but it was one of those where I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of made for me. Yeah. Did they have you submit any videos of you surfing or snowboarding? Did you have to prove that at all? That's kind of tough in LA to eat snowboard or or surf. So how did they how did they do that that section? Uh, oddly enough, I don't think I ever had to submit anything. I did audition with a cast that I broke jumping off a jump snowboarding. Okay. And, well, <laughs> right. And the director was oh, like an ex stunt guy who did like camera work for you. Right. And he, he's like, what happened? I was like, I broke it on the jump snowboarding. He's like, oh, that'll be done in like a month. You'll be fine. And so he had all the confidence in me. Maybe I brought him the skateboard. Maybe he had me like skate around the room a little bit. But yeah, luckily I was wow. able to believe they believe me. I yeah, love he was that. he was one of the biggest stuntmen in town at the time. I mean, he, we were looking at his resume and I mean, he was 
doing everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Okay, so when's the last time you actually watched the movie? <sighs> Great question. Um, probably within the last few years. Okay. okay. My, Good. Yeah, I mean, sometimes friends or fiance, my fiance will like bring it up as a joke, like we're all, we're gonna do that. I'm like, great, you guys are gonna do that. I'm gonna go do something else. But every now and then, I'll, I'll like indulge and like be like, okay, let's do this. And that is one of those movies of of the things that I've done. And there's many things that I've done that aren't terribly rewatchable at all. But that's one of the ones where I'm like, wow, that was actually like a good movie. I do feel proud of that personally, but. Even outside of myself, it's like that is actually just a, a, a really well-made film. Yeah. Yeah. A really well-made film. I love it. I, I, How much of the stunts did you end up getting to do? I feel compared to some others, you know, you can sort of see the, the surfing one a, li- a lot more than the actual snowboarding one. You yeah. could tell when there was a stunt double. But how much did you get to go out there and like rip it up and have fun? I just said, rip it up. I you did. I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to even bring it up, Sabrina, that you you decided to go with rip it up. But uh, let me tell you about how much I ripped it up in this movie. Can you can you let us know? Let Sabrina know how much you shred. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm um, never going to live that down. I'm never going to live that down. No, a good amount. I mean, like, obviously, I was like the star of the movie. So it was like an insurance issue, right? Like, oh, anything right. where this yeah. kid can like end himself. Can't do it. So yes, right. like the big fifteen foot waves, you know, off North Shore in Oahu. Sorry, we need you to be alive for this. And, <laughs> you know, if you need to, like, yeah, I don't know, board slide this like fallen tree. You're not going to do that. But there was like we were on boards like kind of all day. Like they had actually one really fun thing. Like I've never haven't done since. But they would drag us up the mountain on a snowmobile. So rather than us taking the ski lift, mm-hmm. we'd go down, shoot the scenes. And then basically, almost like we're like jet skiing. There'd be ropes that we'd hold on to. Oh, cool! And Lee Thompson Young and Kirsten Storms, and we just like snowboard up the mountain, which was like super rad. Whoa, that is awesome! You mentioned you did. I mean, did you do all of this stuff before you did the movie? Did you surf? Did you snowboard? Did you do everything before you started the film? Yeah, totally. I definitely did. I mean, I started skiing when I was like I don't know seven or eight. Moved to snowboarding probably around ten surfing, uh, bodyboarding, that sort of thing. I mean, I was a kid. I wasn't like great or anything. I was, but I was like competent. I knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the best things I I love about Orange County, even more than LA. It's just a little bit farther is you Mm. can be up to Big Bear in an hour and a half and you can be at the beach in 15 minutes. It's, it's just incredible. You get exposed to different sports because they're just so close to, to us to reach out and, and pick it up. Yeah, when we were recapping, Sabrina was just telling us about all the time she used to rip it up on both the uh, <laughs> the snowboard and the uh, and surfing. So she was she was pretty incredible a ripper uh, as it goes. Oh, my husband's gonna just tear me apart for this. Oh gosh, <laughs> as well he should. <laughs> when you buy a new house, you might say. Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. So it was filmed in Utah, Utah mm-hmm. right? And yeah. also in Hawaii? Hawaii. Yeah. So how long a shoot was it? I want to say like two months, something like that. Really? Maybe okay. Weeks in Hawaii and like six weeks in Utah, something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Now, some of the other people we've had on from the different movies have talked about how they have to, they go to like a, a boot camp before they start the movie where it's intensive rollerblading or something along those lines. Did Disney have you doing stuff like that as well? Do you have to practice? I really don't remember that, to be honest. I mean, maybe yeah. we did a couple of like runs like a day or two before, but was in a boot camp. I don't know. I don't know why they weren't concerned about that, or I don't know why they trusted me, but luckily <laughs> they did. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What was what was the cast like? You know, you got to shoot with Kirsten Storms, you got to um shoot with Lee Thomas Young. Lee Thomas Young, yeah. Yeah. How was the the relationship with the cast? It's so fun to have a young cast that's predominantly your age that you get to just get to know and have such great memories. What are memories like that for you? I was like such a good cast. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, as you guys know, sometimes you're, you know, you're, there's my laundry's done. Sorry. Yes. Oh, I love it. Mine does the same thing. Isn't that the best? It's just oh nicely sings to you yeah. that your laundry's done. <laughs> the cast was really good. It was one of those films and one of those sets where we really just were locked in. And there are certain films where you are locked in and like, you see the end product and you're like, oh, wow, that really didn't translate. And other times where like the cast isn't locked in and it actually turns out to be like a good work of art. This mm-hmm. one was like kind of a twofer. Um, I think to that point, I had done, yet again, Jungle Book, which was like me on a green screen with a bunch of animals. So there was no kids around. I had done another TV show where I had a bunch of brothers and sisters, but they were all like, you know, 16, got their GED. So they're all like adults. And I'm like the yeah. only kid, you know, in, in the in the schoolroom, I guess. And so for this to have Kirsten with me, to have Lee Thompson Young was so much fun. Um, I remember Lauren Hill, this is going to really, as, as if I'm not old, but Lauren Hill's album, like her debut album came out at this, at that time. Oh. And Lee Thompson Young, like listened to that over and over and over. <laughs> it's like a Busta Rhymes album that came out then. We list, I learned every single lyric with it. And he would love oh. to like freestyle rap. And he would like try to get me to freestyle rap. I cannot freestyle rap, but I have like the best memories of trying to be a person who knew how to freestyle rap. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even like my my dad and my grandfather movie. Um, it was just, I mean, even going back to the, you know, finding people who look like you. It was like, oh, here are these like older veteran Asian actors that are really dropping knowledge to me and to Lee and to Kirsten. Um, but really like f- finding... I don't know, like father figures. Like I have a dad. I love my dad. I have a great dad. But also to like have these older men in my life, obviously on camera. So we're like trying to form some sort of like paternal sure. bond. But even additionally, just as as men, that was really, really cool. Yeah. Everyone was like super giving, uh, super loving. Yet again, it was really nice to feel like I was actually in a family rather than the next door neighbor kid. Um, right. So yeah. So I don't know. It was like, it was one of those times where we knew that something special was happening and that actually like truly uh, came to be. 
Yeah, we were talking about how both the father and the the grandfather, they're mainly known for villain characters with the rest of their work. And it was so awesome to see them both having such great relationships. Um, You know, your grandfather relationship with you and then them themselves working out their relationship. And it was all happy. And, you know, there was no villain aspect to it, which was really (laughs) cool to see actors take on and actually want to do that, to go onto the, the channel and play these kinds of roles versus what they are so well known for, you know, that was really cool. I think they were really excited about that. You know, yeah. I mean, Terry yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm yes. the bad guy. Right. Now I be like the good, kind, loving grandfather, which was yes. a really cool departure for him. And they were also only nine years apart in age, right? Which we thought yeah. was really funny that it was like, Wild. wow, they're very, very similar in age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that is man. so funny. Um. So, yeah, we, we've talked about Lee Thompson Young, obviously, who was a, a Disney Channel star. Um, totally. And you could tell why the second he steps on any screen, he just lights the thing up. Um, what was it like? Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like working with him? I know you guys said you, you know, you said you you rapped and listened to music. But what was he like as a person? Like one of the coolest people I'd ever met in my life to that point. Like he was a year older than me. So going back to the big brother thing, it kind of felt like I had this yeah. cool year older black brother which i was just like so stoked about that like we had this like friendship that he even wanted to be friends with me um and you're totally right like i think as an actor i think i was pretty good had a natural talent he had like a charisma where you know just walking in the room and everyone everybody just was you know pulled to him gravitated toward him um in a way that like i knew that i didn't have and, and he had it um and yeah, and he was just like, I don't know, a normal guy, really intelligent, sweet, funny. Yeah, yet again, charismatic. Um, super sad, you know, yeah. his story. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we he ended up going to USC the same time I went to UCSB. Um, so we like stayed in contact. We'd see each other randomly at LA parties. I would see him at, at SC. He would see me at Santa Barbara. So we'd keep in touch, things like that. Um, but, you know, obviously life happens. And yeah. That's, that's so tough and so sad. And it's honestly been something that was, was, and is still a pretty big part of my life, you know, to lose anyone that way. Um, yeah, I know that's kind of a heavy thing to talk about, but that's, that's real. That, that's yeah. life, you know, and I, it is. I don't know what he was going through, what he was struggling with. I don't know what happens to us after we leave this life, but yeah, I hope that he found like solace. I mean, some kind of peace. Yeah, totally. Cause yeah. you know, there's no judgment. I mean, no, you're so confused and almost like angry maybe at yourself or with the world that these things happen. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see him again whenever that happens. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where people who aren't in the industry can assume that, oh, you're on a big television show. Your, your career's going really well. You're getting everything you want. You don't, you don't have the right to feel depressed, anxious, any of that kind of stuff. And you just, that's, you never know what another person's going through. And you, you know, you never judge another human being until you, you can walk a mile in their shoes and you can't. So it's just mm-hmm. a good idea to just not judge people. Um, because yeah, you just, you never know, you never know what someone's going through, but he was, yeah, he was a huge loss. Cause he, you're right. He was just, he lit everything up. So yeah, it was a shame. Yeah. Luckily nowadays, I mean, that happened years ago at this point, but yeah. now obviously talking about those things is much more prevalent and let's be real about growing up being a, a kid actor. So it's like, I do have an understanding, at least to some degree, some of the miles that he's walked in. And thankfully, I myself have like gone to therapy and extrapolated how complicated that whole thing was for yeah. most of us. And for me as well. I mean, there's that whole cliche of the child actor thing, you know, where like your identity is kind of made for you before you even hit puberty, that sort of thing. So um, luckily I think that, yeah, that's more people will now moving forward have resources and that won't be as something that you have to like keep to yourself as much anymore. Yeah. I read online, his family is actually created or at the time fairly close to um, when everything happened, that they created a foundation to help reach out to get more education out there, get more, you know, help out there for people that are going through um, any kind, you know, a mental illness that, that 
that can turn, you know, and so it's hard to to lose people, but there are always some, you know, it's un- amazing that their family's taking something tragic and wanting to do something positive in the sure. world. That's always incredible. And I feel like one of the, one of the things to look at this movie was that was one of his first real jobs that he got, I feel, right? Was that, did you guys talk about that on, on set? Yeah, I think, I think the famous Jet Jackson was the first one, wasn't it? And then, yeah. and then he, this was his first movie. This first movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just, I mean, you were catching him right on the rise and to hear that he was such a fun, awesome guy and you guys created such an incredible bond that you took into college with you. I mean, that that's pretty awesome. A lot of times with these kinds of movies, especially you go in, you shoot, you leave, you might see each other on a press day and that kind of turns out to be what it it. is, you know, which is okay. Working relationships are important too, but for you guys to have created such an awesome bond, it's amazing to hear that you guys kept in touch and, um, you know, continue to, to be friends throughout your, your next chapters. That's awesome. And we'll, we will definitely put up a link, uh, to the uh, foundation that we were talking about there. And of course, if anybody out there is dealing with any problems, get help because there's a lot of ways out there for, you to reach out and there's people that are uh, trained in helping in whatever those causes are. So please don't be shy about doing that. But I have another question for you, Johnny Tsunami related, because we frankly, and this floored Sabrina more than me. I, cause I didn't know going in, I I had just missed this era of the decom by a little bit age wise. Sure. So the thing that floored her was that there was a sequel to this movie that she did not even know existed. I was unaware. I am sorry, Brandon. <laughs> was I feel bummed. like a terrible friend. I had <laughs> no idea that there was more goodness in the world related to Johnny Tsunami. So in your early 20s, you weren't just watching Disney Channel all the time? Oh, okay, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I was working for the channel, so it's still kind of irritating that I did not know that. And... um. I can't. So we don't No spoil alerts. Yeah, because we haven't watched it yet. So don't tell us too much. Yes, we will absolutely watch it. But how was it to then? Because how many years had passed? A couple. Was it super close? Did they did they book one right away or how did that come about? Well, they did book one right away. And then there were the tsunamis in Southeast Asia. Oh, maybe three or four years afterwards. Like as we're like kind of in pre-production. Disney was like, oh, got it. Which yeah. is why the second one is Johnny Capahala back on board. Back so on the board, got yeah. rid of that word altogether. Understandably right. so. So I, I think we shot that as like a junior in college. I think I was like 20, 20, 21, something like that. So like pretty fat sabbatical. So like seven yeah. or eight years in between. But that was a ton of fun too. It was really nice. It was like a reunion for most of us. Um, Did the whole cast come back? Except for Lee Thompson Young. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I cannot so wait. And we shot in New Zealand for like two months. Which <gasps> oh was like my gosh! Incredible. So yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. It was a yeah. I don't know. So yeah, what we're what we're learning then from Cheetah Girls, from this, from Descendants, it, this it's the sequel where they really spend in the cash. Boom! <laughs> yes, they just up the ante and take you to New Zealand. Right. Ah! Or get the tax breaks. Either way. Yeah. yeah either way. Hey, yeah. It works. Either one works. <laughs> true. But true. We do have to address one possible rumor that we read on the internet machine. Wow, okay. <laughs> and we said we were going to talk to you about it when you were here. There are rumors that maybe there was something between you and Kirsten Storms at the time. Is this, is this true? Yeah, yes, yes. There, I mean, <laughs> there you degree, go. I mean, in the sense of like, are there things between 13-year-olds that right. like, can't Ex- drive themselves to a date? Exactly. Like, sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll meet you at the cafeteria at three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Did you date is the question with the with the with the little cute quotes, did you date? I yes, no. I mean, like we didn't go on any dates. I mean, I guess there's a couple of times where her mom or my mom maybe dropped us off at her house where like our moms like hung out. Where nothing <laughs> happened, you know. I mean, like we we're just like that's a, a date. That's a total date. Hormone. That's a date when you're 13. That's you it. Know, I think I stole a kiss one time in Utah on a stairwell of of the hotel that we were staying in. You know, yes. in between, you know, rapping with Lee Thompson Young. You're right. Cool Wednesday evening, you know, but. Yeah, and yeah, we were like, she was cute, and yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, the chemistry was definitely there. I feel like they could have, you know, 
dove into it a tiny bit more. I'm like a rom-com just fanatic. So, you know, there was a little bit of it, but she also, to be honest, was not a great girl to you. I feel like she was, she dropped you like a bad habit multiple times during the movie. And And then invites herself to the mountain, gets herself into a, a ton of trouble. You go out of your way, or Johnny goes out of his way, to save her literal life, and Almost then she's dies. pissed the next day. Almost dies, and she blames and it on you. What a jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> you know, so that, that, like, deeply rooted, you know, skier bias, you know, which we're all <laughs> trying to extrapolate. We're all trying to do our work, you know? Um, I mean, you jammed down that mountain, not really knowing. She was born into that world, into that life. So it's that's exactly you really blame her for it. Once a sky, <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. Once a sky, <laughs> always a jerk. Oh, that's so it was so funny though because so Sabrina, we're starting to notice, has a thing about some of the girl the the girl characters in these movies where she hits a certain point. And then mm. she's like, and I'm now done with you. I am done. done with you. We've seen this in multiple films now. It's, it's the new Disney trope of the Sabrina's done. I I'm got to done. the scene and I'm finished now. Like and I try was... to root for them. I try to think they're going to be better. And they just disappoint every time. Every freaking time. Thank you, Sabrina. I feel, I feel seen. Good. You are. Yeah. You, you are definitely seen. were. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. We probably should have talked about this at the very beginning, but we like to jump around. And I'm just curious. You mentioned you grew up in Orange County, like uh, Sabrina grew up in Orange County. 
How, what, what drew you to the entertainment industry in the first place? I mean, was this something you knew you always wanted to do or, or how did you end up acting? Did you get picked yeah. up at South Coast Plaza while walking around by some random agent? <laughs> That's person? my wife's favorite mall. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that your story, Sabrina? I don't know. No, is, but no, I okay. I have so many, especially when reality TV started. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where they get so much casting. It's embarrassing. The South Coast Plaza. <laughs> yes, but they, there's people that that will walk up to kids and go, "You've got such a great oh, look at this personality, mom." Here for seventy thousand dollars, you can get one headshot and oh, one acting class and an agent. Oh, that's awful. awful. Oh, that's awful. Yikes. Um, no, it wasn't at South Coast Plaza, um, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I actually grew up doing Polynesian dancing with my family. So oh, cool. my mom danced, my sister danced, my dad drummed, I danced. Um, and it was this cool like community thing that I was like a part of. One of the girls I used to dance with was like an actress and she had a few like small parts in small films. And she basically invited me to an acting class. Uh, my parents asked me, my brother and sister, hey, do you want to try this to like, maybe book a commercial to help pay for college. We all said, sure, let's give it a try. My sister is shy. She hated it. My brother hated it. Um, I happened to be good at it. And I was really competitive. Honestly, is what it came down to. It's like, I was a really competitive kid. I love sports. And I kind of viewed it as a sport where I remember going to like auditions and like a sociopath, like a 10 year old sociopath, <laughs> like in my head, hearing these other like kids like running through their lines. And I'm like, this kid sucks. I'm gonna <laughs> this kid's gonna plummet water. As a 10 year old, like a crazy person. You know, and they're all like chummy and introducing and talking to each other because they all know each other. And I'm like this kid from Orange County. And um, yeah, and I just like win. I wanted to be good at things. I love that you did. You went in just, but just. But a straight up balls to the wall. I'm crushing every other kid yeah. who's right. here. Yeah. But I saw you at a few auditions. You never gave that vibe off. You were just always super nice. But in your head, you were selling. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've got yeah. no chance. <laughs> I'm going to cream you. <laughs> 10 years of therapy later, I'm like, oh, got it. I'm a people pleaser. I want love and affection if I do well at things. Me too. Yeah. Same, a hundred percent same. Yeah, I feel exactly the same way. But it served me well and, you know, kind of motivated me to do well. And luckily, yeah, I had a little bit of talent and I worked really hard. And honestly, that just certain like, you know, films fell into my lap, like the the Jungle Book thing. It's like, well, can we talk a little bit about that? I mean, that's yeah, please. Can we talk about the Jungle Book? I mean, that was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're uh, that's an enormous role, especially in the Disney pantheon. I mean, that's that's like playing Cinderella. That's I mean, that's an enormous, enormous role. What was it like getting that movie? Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. It was really, really cool. I think up until that point, I've been acting, taking classes, auditioning for maybe a year. I'd done like a couple of like educational videos. I think I've been told my parents like, hey, I'm starting to miss hockey practice, which means I can't play in the games. I don't think I want to do this anymore. They're like, why don't you just try it out for like literally one more month. I think I told this in like November. They're like, just, just do it through December and then we'll move on. Of course, in December, a book, Jungle Book. Um, I auditioned in like a chamois. Like my mom fashioned these like chamois. So like I'm literally wearing a loincloth to this audition with these other kids in like jeans and stuff. I'm running around the room. But it is one of those serendipitous things where it's like, yeah, I am 10 or 11. I am brown. I did have long hair. It's like, had I hit puberty? Had I cut my hair, had I been a little bit lighter, a little bit darker, then that would have just passed me by. And I've been one of those talented kids that never booked anything, just like so many other people. So that was honestly just pretty awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, of course, preparation, meeting that incredible opportunity and luck of the moment. Um, That was super rad. Like growing up, I wanted, I I think at five, I told my parents, I want to be a comedian or a zoologist. I was not a funny kid. I had no idea how to tell a joke. <laughs> really weird that I wanted to be a comedian. But animals, I always loved animals and drew them growing up. And so that was one of those things where I did train for like a month and a half ahead of time just with the animals. Um, and that was just like this incredible moment of like, whoa, like I'm walking next to a tiger and a bear. I'm learning how to climb an elephant without anyone's help to ride the elephants, wolves and chimpanzees, the whole thing. Um, and yeah, and after that, then it was like, oh, wow, there's like an 11 year old kid who can like star in a movie. Then it was just like, you know, off to the races, my career for the next like 10 years, something like that. 
But wait a second. So it was too dangerous to ride a 12-foot wave, but walking (laughs) next to a tiger and a bear is totally fine? Hey, Brandon, why don't you climb up that elephant (laughs) over there? No big deal. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you guys found this on the research, because maybe this is like stuffed like somewhere deep in the hallways of Disney, but I actually got bit on set by a chimpanzee. (gasps) I believe it. They're evil. So this score here on my cheek. They are not nice animals. They're very intelligent, and yes. It bit you on the face? So, in training for the movie, right? Like, I'm training with, obviously, wolves and tigers and bears and the whole thing. Um, And I trained with the chimpanzees. And the chimpanzees, you are taught to be basically neutral, right? Like, you, they hold your hand, you don't hold theirs. You're not supposed to be dominant, submissive, anything like that. There is one scene in the movie where... Monkey comes up, puts his arms around me and kisses me on the lips in like a funny gag scene. We trained for months to do this. We do that earlier in the day. We have like a, like a pickup shot later on that day where I'm on the ground, my like hands are on my knees and the monkey's supposed to come up and grab my hand. Um, but the problem was is that I was on the ground. Monkey comes up to me, puts his arms around me. I think he's going to kiss me on the lips and <sighs> bites my face. But the camera's here. So like everyone sees the back of the monkey's head. <sighs> And sees the monkey get up and sees me hold my face, right? So Video Village has no idea what's going on. The trainers rush in. There's three monkeys. There's three chimpanzees in the scene. Grab the three chimpanzees, wrestle them to the ground because they're afraid they're all going to jump me. I walk up. I get up because it's like a hard pinch on my face. Walk over to my mom, obviously, because I'm a 10-year-old kid. And I show her my face. And I guess my face kind of does this so she can see, like, the meat of my face. Right. And then my mom makes that face, Sabrina. She's crying. I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Yeah, we like went to the emergency room. I think it was like maybe 12 stitches across and like a few deep in there. We had to like delay production for three weeks. Oh, they shot wow. all the animals on the fourth week. And then by a month later, they could put enough makeup on it to like start filming again. So. Oh my God. My Jeez. God, no. Our, by the way, yeah, our producers yeah. did not find that out. No. <laughs> yeah. We Which missed because they're we so had, good. We had you kissed Kirsten Storms nothing about being bitten by a chimpanzee. <laughs> 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 being, being almost eaten by monkeys, which by the way, I will never work with. That that story itself just completely solidified it. But the monkeys are they freak me out. I I can't They've when we been were so filming nice to me. No, in India, I saw them. They, they're very smart and they yeah. were trained to go and take people's phones, take people's cameras, take people's, um, sunglasses right off their face. And they would like wrestle you and freak you out to then get in your purse and grab like stuff out of your purse. They, they're crazy. They're too smart. I know. I mean, that's the, yeah. No, I've trained to rob them first. Oh, okay. see, that's what you do. You rummage <laughs> through their shit Offense and you take the their stuff either. first. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. So how crazy is it, though? You're on set with so many different animals and it's the monkeys. You just you I can't believe you get took your eye the off the monkey once. <sighs> your well, poor mom. Your poor, poor mom. mom. Sure. Yeah, nearly lost her shit. No, I mean, I trained for six weeks with a grizzly bear or a brown bear, whatever, where I'm walking uh, next to a brown bear. For the first week, you know, through a fence with a trainer that has like a chain link on him, right? Next week, the fence is gone. The week after that, then the trainer removes the collar. Then the week after that, the trainer is gone. Then the week after that, then it's just an electrical fence between us. Eventually, there's a scene where I go and I hug Baloo the bear because Baloo and Mowgli, right? Yeah. Bear could have totally ended. <laughs> bear could have just completely wrecked me. Which, yes, my poor mom. Also, mom, whoa, what, what are you doing? What are we doing? Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Of course. But, I mean, imagine after this incident does happen oh. and her, your mom's like, how do we, I mean, this oh. is a huge booking. You've signed a contract. You've got, like, how can you even oh, get out of that contract? I mean, in the production. Yeah, it's like. Crazy. I, I, oh, my heart right now is just, oh my God. Uh, I know it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, ultimately monkeys, but also the monkey, just be a monkey. You know, the poor yeah. monkey was just like, he even like bit me in the face and he backed up like 
confused, like, oh, I think I just stepped right now, you know? So, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that wasn't uh, what I was supposed to I do. I don't know, maybe we'll just bite them, you know? But, but yeah, yeah. Was uh, that the last time you worked with the monkeys? Yeah, that was the last time with the monkeys. Okay, good. I can't imagine there'd be more. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Speaking of incredible people to work with, so you've got monkeys, tigers, and elephants, which is great, but (laughs) you also did punks with Henry Winkler and Randy Quaid and and Jessica Jessica Alba. Alba. Now, I hear Randy Quaid bites like monkeys. I've heard that. (laughs) But what was it like working with that cast? Yeah, that, that that was a ton of fun. I think that was the first time that I had worked with a bunch of kids. Like, I think that was before Johnny Tsunami. So it was like, there was really that energy on set. Um, yeah. yeah Work with Henry Winkler. That was really, really cool. The nicest guy in the world, by the uh, way. Nicest guy yeah. to the point where you're like, is this an act? Like, yeah. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> met a person this nice before. What does this guy want from me? Um, oh. But yeah, Kathy Moriarty. I mean, it was just, oh. it was, really cool. it was before I like truly knew who I was talking to. Let's yeah. be I knew who the Fonzie was, but it's like, oh, wow. Raging Bull. I don't know. Anyway, um, but that was really cool. Jessica Alba is three years older than me. We have the same exact birthday. She's three years older than me. I'm 13. I'm meeting a 16-year-old Jessica Alba. Oh my gosh. She's like I embodying mean... everything I could ever imagine a woman to ever be. Right? Yeah. Drool fest. A drool <laughs> fest. But a 16-year-old Jessica Alba and a 13-year-old Brandon, prepubescent Brandon, there's like an ocean between us. Oh yeah. You're like, different species. You You're different right. species at that point. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm Did like, you have any stairway instances with her on the set? I well, I wish actually I do have so 
my fiance and I met three years ago on Hinge on a, on a dating site. And yep. one of my, I forget exactly how I, I put it, but like, it was like, like a prompt that's like two truths and a lie. And one of my truths actually is I slept with Jessica Alba. Oh, because one night on set, we had a night shoot <laughs> and I shared a trailer with her and her mom and my mom. We're all playing like cards. I'm tired. I go take a nap. In the middle of the night, she comes up and she big spoons me and my heart just completely <gasps> melts. So I can actually say that I slept with Jessica. <laughs> Claim to fame. I will never, oh, I will tell my mom that story. I don't know. I will never stop I, telling that story. I love that. I'm also guessing the second you met Jessica Alba, a um, Sabrina <laughs> Bryan went right out of your head. <laughs> just, <laughs> Sabrina, who? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's unreal. I love oh, I that. I love that She's, so much. That's so awesome. <laughs> that is so good. So good. Oh. So now, now in life, you're in Colorado. Are you still snowboarding? Tell me you're snowboarding. Yeah, it is a little bit life imitating art a bit. Good. My friends okay. give me shit about, oh, do you want to move to the mountains? <laughs> you um, did. No. You moved to the mountains. You yeah. totally did. Yeah. Are um, you still wearing the beanie with the like fake dreadlocks look i should i haven't i need okay. to own one i don't currently own, go break the internet the second you take a picture in a snowboard with that oh thing oh my on. gosh yes you should get a sponsor for that before you do any pictures <laughs> actually, absolutely three seasons ago i tried skiing again because two of my best friends out here are skiers and so for an entire season i skied and thought that same exact thing like I cannot take off my helmet of these goggles because I'm going to get reamed on the internet. So I have switched back. <laughs> what to a sky! I know. What a I know. sky! What a very nice. Oh, boo! Yeah. I hate it. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes, still snowboarding out here in Colorado. Yeah, love it. So on your Instagram, it are do you do? Are you an, a wedding officiant? I am. Yeah. Do can people request you? Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's like such a random. I mean, I feel like my life has been a series of like random events that have led me to these really cool roads, and this is one of them. Where I never grew up, obviously thinking one day I want to be this destination adventure elopement officiant, but it does make a ton of sense. Where like I had ten years of driving in LA traffic to work every day. <laughs> now I drive up the mountains of Colorado it's like a beautiful alpine lake you know where Ugh. i have to read from a script but i don't have to act anymore i get to like be my authentic self i've always been someone who's loved love whether that's jessica alba or sabrina bryan or you know whatever <laughs> but no but to like be with these people on this like amazing day like sharing that with them where i can be my authentic self in this beautiful place it's like such a cool like thing that has fallen into my lap and yeah i, I love it i marry people out here all the time I love that. Well, my little cousin just got engaged and lives in Colorado. So yeah. I might get you booked on that's that because cool. oh, I just cool. think that would be so amazing. How far would you literally go to Hawaii? And I mean, that would be the ultimate Johnny Tsunami wedding officiant experience. I married two people out in Hawaii last year. Yeah. No way. Did yeah. you That's really? Man. Amazing. Okay. I love weddings too. I've helped friends plan weddings. I love planning my own wedding. Weddings are so magical. I love that you're a part of that. And you're right. You get to be a part of a giant moment in so many people's lives. Like you really get to, to know that you, you know, especially if you've got these like words of encouragement, helping them throughout their process of engagement. That's just, that's so Rad. I love that. I really do. I think that's so incredible. Do you still yeah. recognize? Do they recognize you when if you're performing the ceremony? I mean, is it like, do they do they know your past or no? Sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. A lot of people do, and a lot of people hire me specifically for that, which is yet again so crazy and really cool. Yeah. But then other people just see, you know, like uh, the name Brandon Baker and think that I'm probably just some like average white guy in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> but that has happened to where, like, I'm standing up there, like, at the front with the couple. There's, like, a bride walking, you know, down the aisle. And one of the groomsmen are like, this this happened. And then one of the groomsmen, like, taps to their groomsmen. And they're, like, saying something. And I can hear they're talking to you. And eventually gets to the groom, says something to him. And he reaches over to me. He's like, are you f***ing Johnny Tsunami? <laughs> and I'm so like, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, no, f***ing 
doing? There's like family around, right? And everyone erupts, and the bride's looking over here, and I have to like calm him down. I'm like, hey, hey, all right, cool. We'll talk about this later. Like, chill out. Let's get you married. Bride comes down, we do the whole thing, we marry them, and everyone's still geeked on it. And the bride has no idea. So the bride thinks that everyone's taking a picture with their officiant because they must have loved what the officiant said. So it's really funny. It's really funny. And, and I think that's like such a cool, like cherry on top for the people on that day who don't know. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Like on my wedding day, there's like this kid that I grew up watching this 13 year old kid uh, from this movie is now standing in front, like marrying us. So just another like really cool random life thing. Oh, yes. that is amazing. Do you do any social media if people want to follow you or or find you or do any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I need to be on social media a little bit more. I've like kind of enjoyed a little bit of anonymity, but more and more people have been reaching out. And honestly, it's been like nothing but love, which is so cool that everyone's so nice about it. But yeah, Brandon Be Good is my Instagram name. Okay. Um, yeah, come follow you us. Have, you have some recent um, videos of Polynesian dancing on that too, right? Is that there's a clips of something? Yeah, a buddy, I... yeah, a buddy of mine is like a director photographer. I just helped on some production recently, but he yeah, found some old footage of us doing Polynesian dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it's like yeah. it's still happening. That's so awesome. Well, I mean, I'm here with you guys. You know, it's like yeah. ah, it's pretty wild. So yeah, thank you guys for for having me for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully you'll come back when we go back on board because we yeah. have we haven't yet. So we'd love to. Uh, maybe, maybe First next time, time seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh. next time you'll do the rewatch with us. Maybe we'll all oh, watch the movie and then, and then we can all recap it together, which would be, I think would be a blast. That would be rad. I'd love to do that. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you so Brandon. much for joining us, Brandon. And yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to hold you to that. We're going to see you next time. Wicked. Sounds good. Thank you so much for ripping it up with Sabrina. <laughs> Damn it, I knew it was going to happen. Ah. Bye, Bye Brandon. Boy. Sorry Bye. about that. I will try better next time. <laughs> oh, man. He was rad and tubular and you ripped it up. I don't even know what else to say. Sabrina. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> I think I'm you do. so embarrassed. Hey, embrace your nerddom. Embrace your fandom, my friend. But it could not have happened in front of anyone worse than you. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You just wait. When we get that Kurt Russell interview, oh, oh homie, it's going down. I'm, I'm going to be in a full tuxedo. I'm going to be like the the picture of class. <laughs> Me too, Kurt Russell. Come oh on, Kurt. My please. Gosh. Please, oh. Kurt. That By the way, awesome. I told you, he's a wedding officiant. And in Colorado, we are now legally married. Oh, got it. Perfect. That's the way it works. When you do a podcast with with Brandon, legally married, but Done. only in Colorado, luckily. So where our our spouses don't have <laughs> to worry have about to it. We just have to stay far from. We just Colorado. have to stay away from from the Rocky Mountain. Colorado is <laughs> off of the <laughs> the future fine. tour we're gonna do. Colorado's yes. off. Ah. We are not gonna rip it up in Denver. <laughs> we will not be ripping it up. <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you so much for joining us for this Park Hopper episode. And, uh, you know, you can follow us at Magical Rewind Pod on the Instagram machine. Stay away from monkeys. Stay away from monkeys. Go out there and rip it up. <laughs> and you can send all of your wedding gifts to Colorado. And we'll pick them up next time we're there. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.